fucking Wednesday. That's some bullshit is what that is. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are rejoined by our good friend Jeremy Stomberg. Take a drink as we talk about the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Nick Glover. Pew, pew. And Molly Glover. Da-da, da-da! Wow. 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 Buried the needle on that one. And we are also joined by a special guest star. Take a drink. It is Jeremy Stomberg. Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> and uh, we are here to discuss uh, not only the newest Bond film, No Time to Die, but... James Bond in general, uh, but we want to use James Bonds. James. He's, a, he's a commander, not a general, but ja- I, 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 James Bond in commander. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for being pedantic. It's like Eric Knight was here with us. Oh, you take that back. Uh, too late, too late, too late. So we are going to talk about No Time to Die, the final film in uh, the Daniel Craig era of James Bond and the 25th official James Bond film. Is that is uh, that correct? Are, that is correct. Are there unofficial James Bond movies? There, yeah. There are unofficial James Bond movies. There are three. Like, not like fan made, but like studio no. made? Yep, there is. Uh, the, the most famous one is 1983's uh, Never Say Never Again, which is bringing back Connery uh, in the middle of the Roger Moore era. Uh, near which the is, end of the Roger Moore era, actually. Which and is that basically was, just Thunderball. Yeah, it's just a remake of Thunderball, much like the Terry Nation has the rights to the Daleks, and they couldn't mm. use the Daleks for a while. Uh, this this guy who helped write uh, Thunderball had the rights to most of Thunderball, and so they could remake Thunderball. <laughs> and it's terrible. But, yeah. you know, check it out. But so know. is the original, so it doesn't really matter. It's like, pick uh, a Thunderball, any Thunderball. It's, it, it is less boring than Thunderball, but it is still worse than Thunderball. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> Thunder, Thunderball is just mostly, uh, it's mostly uh, slow-moving scuba sequences. Oh, God. Yeah, it's not, it's not interesting. <laughs> and never, never Say Never Again is also mostly slow-moving scuba sequences. But, but fewer, and they're but, more interesting. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that one's uh, that one's not worth watching. There's a 1969 version of nice. uh, Casino Royale, which is made uh, as a spoof that has a bunch of different people playing James Bond, including uh, David Niven and Peter Sellers and Woody Allen, and it's it's crazy and it's not yeah. so not good. Yeah, imagine but, yeah. imagine like the the worst parts of all three Austin Powers movies. Uh, and it's worse than that. Oh, it's yeah. it's so oh, bad. It's but less so bad. drinking of shit. So that's yeah. you know that's 
I mean, That's slightly less. Um, <laughs> the one that I would recommend, the, the one unofficial one that I would recommend people watch is from 1954. It's just a year after uh, Fleming wrote Casino Royale, and it's an adaptation of Casino Royale that was done for an American television show called Climax. Uh, oh, God. With an exclamation point at the end, and it stars a, uh, a young actor named Barry Nelson as uh, as an American James James Bond or Jimmy Bond, as they call. Oh him. no! Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Felix has been turned into a uh, uh, an MI6 agent, basically a British secret uh, agent. And did a crisscross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's done like a, it's done almost like a stage play. There's probably four sets in the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> But Look at that classic James Bond splendor. Yeah, it's, it's but that's just it. it. It's 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 interesting to watch. It's interesting to see how uh, some how how bad it could have gone. So you heard uh, Jeremy. Just go on Google and Google <laughs> climax, and I'm sure you'll find the episode. In fact, climax James Bond. That's probably oh, what yeah, you need to search for. I expect. You should that. also, when you're searching for Casino Royale, uh, type in '69 and see how that yep, works out. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. Uh, Casino Royale '69. Royale, that Casino Royale is, it's about an hour long, so you're not spending a whole lot of time with it. <laughs> and uh, Peter Lorre plays Le Chef, and that's pretty cool. Oh, that is kind um, of cool. Yeah, that is the only one of the, the collection that I have not seen. I ha- I, sh- I should go and watch it just so I can I can be a Bond completist like our good friend Jeremy. Uh, but uh, speaking hey, of... Oh, he's he's showing us stuff uh, that the, nobody the, can the see. The camera in the Zoom, it's not, it's not yeah. Yeah. No one's watching this. We're not yeah. going to put the, the video, video in here. There's no it's video. Not, it doesn't matter. Your Patreons. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so no time to die. We're going to talk about no time to die once again. Uh, final outing of uh, Daniel Craig. We are going to be moving He's on. We are moving on to a new James Bond. We don't know who that new That's James right. Bond will be, nor do we know when that new James Bond will take the screen. Uh, but uh, no time to die, uh, which I. Before we, we go any further, I should say there will be some spoilers. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it uh, and you care about spoilers for a James Bond film, which, I mean, maybe you do. Okay, that's fine. No, no judgment. Yeah, no judgment. Just uh, skip the rest of this conversation. I'm going to start right off the bat by saying uh, the title... Is a lie. There was definitely. It's a two-hour and forty-five-minute movie. There was definitely time to die. I, I bet I could die. Yeah, given two two hours and 40, 43 minutes, I bet I could figure yeah. out about two ways to die. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I guess you could argue that he felt like he had no time to die, which is why he just got blown up. <laughs> yeah. like, well, instead of just, I don't know, going somewhere to live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 it felt like maybe there was some time to survive, uh, perhaps, <laughs> <laughs> rather than, than there being no time to die. But nonetheless. Uh, pitch Meeting has my favorite joke about this, where they're, they're going back and forth, and uh, they're talking about the beginning of the movie with the bridge, and it's like, oh, is he going to, it's like, oh, well, we don't want him to die. The beginning of the movie is no time to die. Oh! Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, it it does kind of fit the the um template though for a bond movie where every movie seem you know or not every movie but often you see him happy with a woman in an exotic location living his life and having a good time and then yeah. 
things get violent yeah, and something that. explodes and then we get the credits and and the you know the movie actually starts proper it this one certainly does that yeah, yeah. uh the uh, the difference with with uh daniel craig of course is each movie seems to start with him being with a woman who he actually likes in some way <laughs> um <clears throat> as opposed well, we, to we, that's feminism, Tim. He's allowed to like the women now. He's allowed to like them. That's, <laughs> they, and, they, and they can have names and jobs. They, it's, but uh, not personalities. Yeah. <laughs> well, Vesper did. And, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Vesper had such a personality that I didn't understand what was happening when he went to her grave because I didn't remember her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been it's been quite some time. It's been uh, yeah, 20, was, 20 some odd years or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Four movies ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's still moping over, but you know. All right, so uh so we'll just uh having having made a series of jokes, we'll discuss a little bit about No Time to Die and then we will discuss uh, more of the Bond franchise at large as it were. But uh what did we all think of No Time to Die? Jeremy as our uh, as our theoretical expert having watched <laughs> No Time to Die. What were your impressions of the film? Uh, after the uh, the uh, poop bucket that was Spectre, uh, <laughs> I really... <laughs> there was nowhere to go but up. Uh, and More like Spectre, am I right? <laughs> ah. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think they did a, a fine job. I was, I, was, I was pretty darn happy with it. Uh, it it's not... It's not a perfect film, but very few films are, and uh, I really enjoyed uh, this particular one. This ending uh, worked out for me. Hmm. Okay. There, okay. There are issues with it, but we'll discuss that. Yeah. We will. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll get into I'm not, issues. I'm not like a. I'm not a, a dedicated Bond fan. I, I the first Bond film I saw was GoldenEye, and I've seen every one since then. Mm-hmm. But I've never watched any of the older ones. Oh wow. Uh, but. Uh, uh, I I liked this one fine. I think uh, there it had a lot of lost potential, uh, and I know we'll, we'll get d- deeper into this. But uh, Rami Malek was really uh, underused. Uh, he's a great actor, and he was given kind of a shit part with pretty dumb lines. But uh, and I just felt like uh, overall it was too long. But I did enjoy. It had some of that you know Bond silliness to me, where the tech is so crazy like that the nanobots was you know kind of nuts and like it could have just been poison yeah i mean it yeah. could have just been poison but poison isn't coded to your dna so yeah. <laughs> i i think that uh this is my like my middle favorite of the of the daniel craig five yeah. maybe Same second thing. to favorite yeah probably the middle one but I, I think, like, I don't have any problems with the direction or the acting or the action, but I feel like the writing is where this movie was weakest. Like, it seemed like they were just, I don't know, some of the dialogue was a little hokey, even mm. for a James Bond movie. Mm. And a lo- there are a lot of things that I feel like don't make sense, like him dying or, um, the, you know, like the nanobots as the, as the premise and that sort of thing. Like, I feel like they could have taken this whole thing and just like made a small handful of changes and made a way better movie. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. The problem with uh, the problem with Ian Productions is they get into they get stuck in ruts, you know. And purpose purpose and Wade, who have written these Bond films at least uh, partially since the uh, since the Brosnan era, uh, they have a certain style to them, and 
they did bring in, uh, especially uh, this this uh, time, uh, they brought in um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, yeah. yeah, I saw her name as an executive producer. I was like, what? Well, she, was, she also, she was actually, uh, she was tapped by uh, Daniel Craig to punch up the dialogue with it and make sure that it wasn't, you know, as a, you know, misogynistic fun fest as a lot of yeah. a lot. Of- uh, films are. He's he's a big fan of of hers. She's a, a brilliant writer. She's very funny. Yeah, she is. And She's amazing. The fact that he was doing kind of you know Connery and uh, and more quips in the film, uh, I find you know is squarely on her. I assume just because she's the only real change uh, from the last writing team. Yeah, it definitely had funnier moments than I remember Inspector. For sure, and Casino yeah. Royale wasn't intended to be a funny movie, if I remember correctly. It was a pretty, pretty grim, dark yeah. reboot, right? So yeah. it doesn't yeah. stop you from cackling like a madwoman at the chair torture scene. I do love the chair torture scene. <laughs> the I, I mean, the um, the Daniel Craig area. It, it, it the, the, I, I agree with you, Nick. It, it it it's squarely in the middle for me. Uh, you know, I think Casino Royale and uh, and Skyfall are both good to great in the Bond. Uh, milieu and uh, Spectre is forgettably awful, uh, and and Quantum of Solace is mostly just forgettable. Um, and uh, and and I enjoyed No Time to Die. I absolutely did. I thought the uh, the the bad guys uh, plot and 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 this is on a Bond spectrum. You understand? On a Bond spectrum, I thought the bad guys plot was ridiculous and dumb. And most of the time made no sense. Uh, you know, when it, when they show up and there's this pool with like lightsabers sticking out of it uh, that that's like acid. So everybody who's in it would die if they weren't wearing plastic suits, because clearly the acid does not affect plastic plastic. Well, that's, that's the DNA coated poison. Oh, so so that's what's <laughs> killing them when they fall into it. And it bubbles mm-hmm. like they're being eaten like piranha. Yeah. From uh, from <laughs> from you only live twice. It's actually it's actually nanobots that are eating yeah. them. Okay. Probably uh, na- uh, <laughs> another joke. Another joke I liked from pitch meeting was nanobots is this thing where you put nanobots in a script and you can make them do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that didn't. Uh, started the last movie, Inspector. There were uh, they gave Bond this quote unquote smart blood, uh, which was just nanotech. Uh, but they had done a perfectly fine job of tracking Bond, you know, and all they used it was to track him. They, whereas in Casino Royale, way back in 2006, they had a perfectly fine time tracking Bond with a single chip in his that they injected into him, and that made a lot more a lot more sense. It was more grounded, which most of the time the the Bond the uh, Craig Bond films were. Uh, the whole thing with in Skyfall with uh, Q giving him a gun and a radio is kind of a, a pushback on how crazy a lot of the uh, gadgets had gotten over the years. Yeah, and and then this one they go into nanobots and and it, it, it was not only was it dumb, but it just it's like what what was his goal? Why first his goal revenge, and a lot of but his goal was at first revenge on on Spectre, but then yeah. just like everybody, then just, yeah. he's going to, yeah. That, then it will, and it was implied genocide. Like, yeah. like that <laughs> one, that one, uh, scientist is like, 
but what about all the Jews? So it was like, <laughs> what? And there's just and then the 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 map of Europe that they show of the nanobots spreading and the amount of damage it could do is just like it seems like there's no real purpose or drive there. And ostensibly, Rami Malek's character says that it's because he and James Bond are the same. It's that whole, you know, you're we're not so different, you and I. And James Bond just wants to, like, you know, drink vodka and fuck. Uh, Rami Malek <laughs> wants to kill indiscriminate or specific people. It's really unclear, yeah, it's, it's but a lot clear. of people are going to die for reasons yeah and and it was like he felt it was like he saved madeline he saved madeline's life when she was a child so now he's gonna kill her to get at james bond because she was supposed to die molly and because she didn't die because he didn't kill her now she needs to die sure but she didn't need to die then right he could have just let her drown under the ice because then there was was no no time time to to die. die Also, if I'm ever trapped under the ice, if you're going to shoot a gun to save me, how about take a few steps back and shoot down a little further away from where you can see me? He was shooting at an angle. Bullets are ripping past your little body, and she's like, ah! Yes, but we we know from uh, Mythbusters that that actually wouldn't hurt her. Yes. Yeah. That, oh, right. That right. water is an amazing buffer for bullets. That's right. That, and it can't hurt you yeah. underwater. Yeah. It absorbs energy like crazy. It absorbs energy <laughs> like crazy. So thank you, Mythbusters, for explaining why she survived that particular ordeal. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, now I've been I, Jeremy. I don't know what your first Bond film. My first my first Bond films plural uh, were uh, from Rush with Love and Doctor No which I saw as part of a, a Bond trilogy when I was in New Mexico when I was about eight years old. Um, the third film was Goldfinger, but I, I uh, was was too tired to stay up for it because I think the first movie started, to like, die. started at like seven. So I, I um, think you're contractually required to say that you that you didn't see Goldfinger. Goldfinger. <laughs> you're right. I probably should have. But uh, I've uh, so I've seen virtually every Bond film in the movie theater since then. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, so I, I have, I've been a Bond fan for, for a long time and, and you have as well, not as long as me yeah. because oh, you are uh, younger my, than I am. Uh, they, cause they used, I think it was a uh, TBS that used to have the, uh, the rights to play them and they did incessantly. Oh yeah. Uh, so usually like uh, just about every Saturday night, I think this is what I just remember from the eighties uh, <laughs> that there would be a, a Connery film and a Moore film, just back to back. And so I know that I watched them with my dad, and obviously they were like just completely out of order. So the whole two different guys just kind of made sense to me. It's just like two different people playing the same person. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember my first uh, my first uh, one in the theater wasn't until '89. Uh, with uh, uh, License to Kill in the Miller Hill Mall Theater in Mil- in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, everyone since then, obviously, in the theater uh, and have gone back and seen all of them many, many times and tried to see as many in the theater as possible when they do show up in, uh, in repertory houses. Mm-hmm. What was your yeah. first one? Uh, uh, it would have been the... The first 
Oh shit! I forgot. First of the Pierce Brosnan movies would have been would have been the first in the theater. But I know I saw at least one or two of the Sean Connery ones before that. Just again, like Jeremy's saying, you know, on on cable as a kid, they you know some channels would do like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies all weekend, and then two weekends later it'd be like James Bond weekend, and mm-hmm. they'd play him a whole bunch and. Yeah, none, none of them made a particularly strong impression on me, but also I feel like the tropes of James Bond are such a, a part of pop culture. They're so established there mm-hmm. that it's it's tricky for me to try to remember what I saw first because how much of these do I remember from pop culture references and that sort of thing, and how much do I remember from actually seeing the movie young as a kid? I, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, one thing that I enjoyed about uh, about No Time to Die is the way they played with some of those tropes, tropes that they hadn't played with before, right? That we know when Bond walks into the the circular the circular oh, hallway yeah. and he yeah. turns and he takes a shot at something. We've been watching that at the beginning of the film forever, and he's actually shooting at something in the in the movie, and I, I thought that was very funny. I thought the way they they had him do the Bond James Bond line in this movie was yep. was just really really funny. When he's yeah. just trying to say his name nobody to some remembers, nobody remembers him anymore. He's been gone yeah. for five years. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. been gone for five years. They've moved on. They've moved on along the double O line to a new double O seven. Yeah, which and she was like, so I was really excited, but I felt like, man, it was such a bummer when they were like, Well, uh, what code should we assign James? And he's like, I don't give a shit. You know, I don't need a code. It was like, Oh, well, let's give him the 007 number back for this mission. And it was like, Okay, so then what is she going to be? And they just didn't cover it. And it just felt very like, after all that work of her being like, I'm 007 now, you know, this is my thing. You're not going to step on my toes. Then, like, for no reason, it was like, Oh, he can just be that now. And I'll just give it over. Oh, it was. I, I did. I did kind of like the fact that a, a an older white guy had to prove himself to a younger black woman. Sure, to, to it, very, him. It, it felt very <laughs> much like it felt very tokeny to me that it was like, here's your female black James Bond that Twitter's been begging for, but haha, nah. But she doesn't get to. She doesn't get to do anything. In fact, the one time where she could actually do something, you know, when when she's like in the the vicinity of Bond, uh. And she could have actually participated in the fight that he's involved in. She doesn't show up until the end. Sorry, what were you going to say, Nick? No, that's fine. Uh, she she kind of exists through you know through all the scenes they have together or all the action sequences where they're in the same you know geographic place. She mostly just exists to be thwarted or outdone by him left and right. Yeah, like um, you know the, the 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 car crashing into the balcony and who's going to take home the scientist and all that sort of thing. Like it, she's competent and she's great and she's clearly doing her thing, but also, you know, she's not James Bond. Therefore she can't ever really, she was in his shadow the entire movie. And that's, well, fine. it's a James Bond movie. It's not yeah. a current holder of the 007 moniker. Tur- well, movie, sure, but so. you, can, you can give her a moment to, to actually hold her own. Right. I mean, they could have sure. done that. She and, gets one kind of cool, quippy line at the end when she kills the scientist guy, and and that's her kind of badass moment. But other than that, I feel like they could have used her more. I mean, her badass moment is she throws a nerd into acid. That's her badass moment. You know? 
we've all wanted to. We've all wanted <laughs> that to. That scientist's name should have been Dr. McGuffin. Yeah, it should have been. Uh, but also, like, they threw the scientist into the acid without, like, I don't know, getting any knowledge from it. Oh, uh, come on. Yeah, no kidding. How do we how do we deprogram the nanobots, <laughs> yeah, fucker? Yeah. What's yeah. the what's the failsafe switch? Yeah, how do we how do we reverse this? I bet there's a way. You probably built it in. Um no, I guess not. Nah, no, nope, kill nope. him. Fuck him. Never mind. Fuck him. Uh, but uh, you know, on the other hand, the um, the the agent that that uh, he he works with in Cuba, who theoretically oh. has only had three mm. weeks of training. Yeah, Paloma. She was badass. Yeah, but I she loved was, her. was obviously bullshitting him for that. Yes. You know. You think so? Was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was done as as a. As a oh geez, I don't. I only have had three weeks of training. She's keeping him on it. She's she's trying to keep him off his toes. She's trying to yeah yeah. I always saw that as uh, she's so good. She only had three weeks of training, and that's all it took. Like yeah, I, it, I I thought it was meant to be more I, of a. I interpreted it as three weeks of formal training, but she's lived a whole life of experiences before that, and that's why she's she's, she's Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I kind of like that. She's she's Paloma. It's it's another example of a woman in a Bond movie that shares a name with a a fancy alcoholic beverage, Uh, like like. Oh yeah, like Christmas Jones. (laughs) Yes, just just like Christmas. Uh, That's the only that's the only mixed drink I like, by the way. But uh, her her action sequences were fucking dope. Her kicking around and and in that dress and everything like that whole scene at the specter party was great she was fantastic yeah i loved she's, her she's great. i loved her in knives out and i i really hope to see a lot more of her in the yeah. future she's a great actor. who's she in knives out she's uh the she's the main she's the nurse she's yeah. the main no character shit. yeah she's yeah. Yeah. so yeah. different she does she carry you know and and that's just you know one of the one of the things about being a, a just a, such a great actress she carries herself completely differently it's it's a different accent it's uh she is. She walks differently. She talks differently. She uh, she just kind of exists in on on, on the screen differently. She, she was she was my favorite character in that movie. I would watch an entire movie with just her. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, it it makes me think of uh, the 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 movie I saw Florence Pugh in before Black Widow was Midsummer. Oh yeah. Oh, you yeah. want to talk about like actor whiplash between yeah. roles? That's another one. What I also would watch a movie with just Paloma. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think too, it's it's one of the one of the things is they have tried over the years to try to uh Ian Productions has to try and uh set up uh spin-off movies. Uh, first in for your eyes only. There was there's this uh, uh, Indian uh, tennis pro that was just kind of brought in to be Bond's uh, pal in India, and uh, they had talked about doing a series of films with him as a secret agent. And then in Die Another Day, they brought in Halle Berry as Jinx, the CIA agent. Yeah. And that movie was so terrible that they you know just threw away any idea of. Her as a an actual uh, a spinoff character. You know what? The but, Die Another Day. The good thing about Die Another Day, it gave me m- much more appreciation for Diamonds of Fore- Are Forever, which is basically <laughs> the same fucking movie. Um, it, sounds, it sounds like Jeremy. What you're saying is, Ian Productions has a long history of uh, disappointing uh, minority <laughs> actors. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! But so, they. But th- I mean, th- these are both Nomi and Paloma. 
I think I would watch a movie with either of them. And yeah. I no, think you won't. Yeah. Well, I, I think that a, a great idea before they start before they start with a new Bond is just have an MI6 movie. Have a movie oh, yeah. with the remaining characters in MI6. Set it cast, in a timeline. Set it in the same timeline. Cast those care. people in Queen and Country. Do a great. Well, yeah, do a exactly. Fucking Greg exactly. Ruckus, Queen and Country. These, some of these actors would be so good in that because, like, that's all about you know battle hardened. MI6 sure. agents who have seen too fucking much and just can't yep. take any more. But, but keep yeah. Rafe Ray like, finds uh, as keep Rafe finds as M. Although he should be fired, he really he should and, be fired. And, uh, and as much as as, as that, uh, with oh, I just spaced on it. I'm sorry. You <laughs> it happens. I'm sure you'll edit this out and not make me look terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. we edit everything in yeah, this it's episode. Great. Yeah. Uh, Very high quality recording here. I, I would also watch a, a Felix movie, though I realized that would have to be a, a prequel, a prequel or a yeah. of, of some sort at this point. Because Jeffrey Wright had some time to die. Yeah. He did. There was but, uh, more than a, he got a lot of time to die. To be quite honest, they, and frankly, they, that is the that I think is is the biggest failure of the Craig era is he shows up in a, with a, a, a major supporting role in Casino Royale a minor supporting role in Quantum of Solace, and then he's forgotten about for two movies until he shows back up here. What about Which Felix is a Mitchell shame because these movie? are all these are all original stories, right? And they are they are actually written to connect in in ways that uh that the other Bond films have not been. They they are written as part of the same continuity and it's a shame that yeah. they didn't keep Jeffrey Wright in that. He's great. I think I've loved everything he's been in so far mm-hmm. uh but it it i feel like there is a bit of um balance or harmony there or whatever with both him and james dying in this movie te- separate you know not, not necessarily together but uh their counterparts across the pond mm-hmm. both getting taken out by the same guy in the same mission or the same you know goal type of thing i i guess there's some symbolism or whatever there but uh it's like the the people that you the people that you would want to be the secret agents for your country not the people that are actually the secret agents for country. yeah no right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it's, it's hard to enjoy glorifying the cia <laughs> and i mean i think yeah yeah it's true but uh the I, the biggest failure point of this movie i actually think is is that the way they kill Bond is kind of dumb, right? It's so fucking dumb. It's so fucking dumb. Like they infect him with nanobots that are going to affect the DNA of Madeline. And then they'll also kill her daughter, who's also James's daughter. And so it's like he has to go off into the sun, basically, and like run away from them forever. And he just leaves a note. And it's just so fucking stupid. I must return to my home planet. Yeah, it is very, very poochy. Very poochy. Poochy died on the way to his home planet. Yeah. It, it, it lacked punch. He could have really sacrificed himself for something or gone out spectacularly. We don't even see it. He dies off screen. Well, and it's, it's again, the, the, the destructive power they rained on on that island, those blast doors weren't going to do a goddamn thing um, to stop them from being able to destroy the yeah. pool with the lightsabers in it. Um, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, also, and, and I... 
One thing that bugged me a lot is when you know, he he kills Remy Malik by just by shooting him, and it's like Remy Malik's on top of one of those blast doors. This is a fucking James Bond film. It's like, how do you kill him? You shoot him in the you shoot him in the knee so he can't move. You go you upstairs, open you open those blast doors, <laughs> and he falls into the liquid, and he no. gets and he gets ass eaten up by the acid. That's how you kill him. That's how a James Bond villain <laughs> dies. And they did not do that, and I found that very you disappointing. You know, you shoot like in. Uh, uh, like in uh, uh, Live and Let Die, you shoot him with the oxygen pellet and he blows up to a side of explodes. You know, and something he hits something the ceiling and blows like up. That. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be something or, nuts. Yeah. Or like it, the the use of this virus to the nanobots to take out Spectre, like that could have been done to him too, right? He could have gone to release this nano infection to to infect bond and keep him away from you know the woman he loves and his kid and it could have been reprogrammed since then and it kills him instead right oh that, that would have been great that, that <laughs> ironic twist yeah. where the enemies you know uh, uh, goldfinger gets dipped in gold ha <laughs> you know nice try asshole yeah right? <laughs> there there was none of that yeah it was a shame i would say I liked the theme song. Uh, I, I think yeah. it would have made a better closing credits theme song than an opening credits theme song because it was very quiet. And uh, I, I love Billie Eilish. I thought it was a good song, but it felt very, it was very slow to start a Bond film. And it didn't have, not slow like Goldfinger or Skyfall, which are both, you know, slower songs, but it didn't have any like oomph to it. It just felt very, um, it felt like a lullaby. The visuals were dope, though. The visuals were dope. The opening credits were great, and the lyrics to the song were really good. Uh, but it was a lullaby. Yeah. We were singing a lullaby to James Bond's daughter. Yeah, oh, it was, it was to Madeline. It was like, go to sleep, under the ice, close your eyes, sing close forever. Eyes. It'll be okay. Well, that means, of Leave course, that movie. we can have a new animated James Bond Jr., only it's Madeline's daughter, you know. So James <laughs> Bond Jr. is something I did actually watch. So. Oh, Peter. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I don't remember so, that. You don't remember the James Bond Jr. Oh, animated show? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Don't That's worry, it's on YouTube. You can waste it. Every half. time you would say, the name's Bond. James yeah. Bond. Junior, that uh, James Bond's son and Q's grandson and Jaws's son happen to all go to the same boarding school. Yep. <laughs> Does Jaws's enemies. son also have metallic jaws? Hey, baby, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You can watch it all by yourself. There's nothing uh, about that that sounds anything but awesome. All right, so. Oh, you know what? I do remember this. Yeah. I'm Googling it. I also just want to go on the record because uh, Wendy said that she thinks that the worst Bond theme song ever is the one for, is the, uh, Another Day to Die, uh, Another Way to Die, which is from a. Uh, 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 that's Quantum from Quantum of Solace, of Solace. Yeah. and she's totally wrong. That's a yep. that song slaps, and yep. uh, I will die on this hill. I love that mm. fucking song. I totally agree, except for the uh, 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 part. That is something that would have been so much better if Amy Winehouse had not died before she yeah. could record the song. But I will say, if you don't like Jack White, you're not going to like that song. I yeah. love Jack White. That vocalizing is the kind of shit he has in a lot of his songs. I found that to be fine. The worst, right. uh, the worst James Bond theme song is the one from Spectre, uh, that by uh, by Sam Smith, and uh, it's it is pretty bad. Terrible. It's that he sings it terribly, and yeah. that I think that somebody like if if you just go listen to that song and imagine Leonard Cohen singing it. 
Sure, sure. Just like, I've been here before. You know, it completely yeah. different. I, I think the worst James Bond theme song is from Octopussy because can you remember it? Can you remember it? <laughs> well, because it no. like? it as the thing, as the name of the what? of the song. Is, the so, name of the song is Octopussy. How can you not remember that, that song? Is that all time high, or was that? Uh, no, that's not. I can't, even, I, can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I uh, I do have a question because I know I could Google it, but since I have these two Bond experts here with me, uh, <laughs> I like, is the I song... like how, we're not, how we're not on video, but your eye is rolling. We could yeah, all. Yeah, no, I think they yeah, could hear it. Uh, is uh, <laughs> is the Paul McCartney song "Live and Let Die" from the Bond movie? Yes. Certainly. No, yes. I always assumed it was a coincidental title, like crossover. Oh, oh my god, yeah. that's hilarious! I love it's that from, song. Uh, it's from uh, it's from the blowing up, blowing up with a pellet, and I'm now losing the name of the, the, the stupidest line in that song is "You used to say live and let live, but guess what? <laughs> I it changed on you, didn't it, baby? <laughs> yeah. Live and let die." By the way, all time, all time high is the theme song for Octopussy. You're right, Jeremy. I'm wrong, Um, but anyway, uh, so I've got some quick. I've got some quick hit James Bond questions for everybody, and then we got to do five questions with Jeremy. Does anybody have any final thoughts on No Time to Die? Uh, uh, Madeline Swan, go away. (laughs) Yeah, I think of of the women that that Bond was with in. All his uh, his five uh, Daniel Craig films, I had there. She had the least least amount of chemistry with Daniel Craig. I think Leah Leah Sidhu is probably a fine actor, but she and she and Daniel Craig just do not click. Anyway. Oh, sorry, Madeline Swan is absolutely the kind of woman who would keep the baby. That, let me just say that. <laughs> like, like that is she's absolutely the kind of woman who would be like, oh, I got knocked up by my dalliance with this sec- murderous secret agent. No, I'm going to keep this one. You never know. <laughs> it could be my only chance. <laughs> uh, I, I, my, my thought, final thought is. I don't think there's a named character in this entire movie that has a satisfying death. And, mm. and I would include, uh, specifically Blofeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Lucifer Safin, uh, Rami Malek's character, James Bond. His like, name is Lucifer. No, almost. Not no, really. yeah. but Felix Leiter. Yeah. yeah. Felix's death is kind of, kind of like death. Is I think Felix Dust is probably the best because it is the it seems the most futile. Yeah, it seems, it seems like that's the way most people die, you know, right. just in a dumb way. But but I did like the henchman, and I know that like the Cyclops, James Bond yeah. trope of the we henchman with an oddity or a special quirk or whatever. Yeah. I thought he was great, and I really enjoyed him, especially towards the beginning of the movie when his eye blowed up. It was great. Uh, <laughs> important opinion to add about Oh, shit, it's death. my wife! Oh, no! It's okay, a guest Amy, appearance. It's Amy Stomberg. Do you know how he drowned? It was very much like Vesper's death, and he his uh, the, the interactions between them during that mm. was very oh. much... Oh, So oh, I was smart. like, that's a nice callback. Oh, smart. That's a good point. That's, that's a really good point. And yeah. heartbreaking in that way. Okay. Daniel Craig got some fucking trauma. 
Yeah. 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 People he cared about. Wait a minute, am I right? Fortunately, oh. it doesn't matter because he's dead. He had time to die uh, after all. But uh, I, my final thought is just quickly, there was a sort of an infamous interview Daniel Craig gave shortly before the film came out where he said they didn't think a woman should play uh, Bond. And, and I just think that what's fascinating is when you d- dive into that interview, what he said was James Bond is James Bond. I don't think you can make James Bond a woman. That doesn't make sense. It's not. Right. He's like, I totally think you could make I, a, I agree a, with that. a film about a similar character who is a woman. I think you could make a 007 film where 007 is a woman and it would be great. It just doesn't make sense to make James Bond a woman because there's all this baggage that yeah. goes with James Bond that is not really a woman character. And yeah. uh, I think that, that yeah. there was, there was some outrage around that, that probably was when you dive into what he actually said mm-hmm. was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's very similar to, I mean, the fact is the Craig bond is so much closer to the novel bonds, the, the originally in Fleming bonds, with the exception of the virulent racism, <laughs> uh, that it it is it is a character about it or sorry it, it is a, a series of stories about a guy who is horribly traumatized by his childhood and by his adulthood and how he mm-hmm. can't form adult relationships with anyone and when he gets close they all it all goes wrong and. Mm-hmm. He is, he is a clinically depressed civil servant who lives a Spartan existence, and his only joy is when he goes on these missions and he has an unlimited expense account. That is, <laughs> yeah. that is the extent of what Bond is. And he's he's Craig is absolutely right about this. He understands the character a lot more than I think a lot of other Bond fans under you know think they understand the character, mm-hmm. and certainly and more than a lot of the films. Watch a Nomi movie. I think she was great. Uh, I think Paloma was great. I think any of those, char- you know, the the current MI6 crew is fantastic. And I really wish they would do either a uh, a movie, a, a, like a, a side movie with them, or the fact that Amazon has, like, partial rights to Bond now. To, yeah. Uh, a series. A Nomi series. A Nomi series with Q would be really great. Fantastic. That would be fantastic. Okay, quick hit Bond questions. Try and give me a quick answer. And then All we'll right. go into Jeremy's five questions. Favorite Bond theme song of the 25 major Bond films. Uh, favorite Bond theme song, go. I, I, I'm going to still, I'm going to, I'm sticking with it. Uh, Another Way to Die. Wow. From I'm Quantum sticking Solis. with it. All right. Jeremy? I don't. Uh, View to a Kill. Oh, Adrian, baby! Aha! Uh-huh. Best Bond theme song for the worst Bond film. <laughs> it is a bad film. I I'm having a problem remembering them. So, what was the theme song to to the to the third Craig Bond one? That was Skyfall. That was Skyfall. Uh, was it Skyfall? Yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall. Where we stand tall, face it all together. I've heard Wendy do that too many times at karaoke for it to be good anymore. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, you know. Oh, you know. I know what it is. It's the world is 
not enough with oh, garbage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a great yeah. song, garbage. Yeah. The movie's kind of garbage, but that's a good song. You watch that movie and think of anyone other than Denise Richards playing Christmas Jones, and it is a billion times better. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but you can't do that. So uh, my favorite <laughs> is, uh, is You Know My Name from Casino Royale. Banging sure. song with a really great credit sequence. So uh, favorite Bond film of all the Bond films Allowing the uh, non-canon ones as well, even though you're not going to pick one. From Russia with Love. Mmm, from Russia with Love. Casino Royale. The the new one. Yeah, I haven't seen the new Casino Royale enough to, but I feel like it's a toss-up between that and GoldenEye for me. You Mm -hmm. never forget your first, but I love GoldenEye. GoldenEye's great. Uh, I will go with For Your Eyes Only because I think it's the most traditionally bond of the Roger Moore era. Ah, British eyes only. Uh, so, uh, and then finally, your favorite actor to play James Bond. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Mm, everybody goes yeah. with Daniel Craig. I like yeah. Daniel Craig a lot, but I'm going to go with Timothy Dalton. Uh, and I know, I, I know his, his movies are not great, but he was the first actor who played James Bond that I actually believe killed people for a living. That's how I feel about Daniel Craig. It's all right. Say what? Yeah. He had one great movie, one terrible movie. And it depends on who you are as to which one you think that is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So those quick hit Bond questions, we now move on to the slightly slower hit Bond questions by Mr. Stomberg. You get five questions, Jeremy. Go. Here's the fun fact. It's disappeared from my my, uh, email. Oh, Uh, I have them. Oh. I have them. Hold on. I'll forward them yeah, to yeah. you. So this is what Tim has to actually edit. Just, just, just text them. I, I am texting them. Oh, texting. Oh, yeah. text. You know, uh, uh, what is the most ridiculous Bond henchman while we're while we're waiting for these to arrive? Mm. Uh, I, I think it's uh, Nadia on the top. Yep. Who on the top. On the top. Yeah. yeah. Zenya. That's, that has to be the most ridiculous. Right? I love her. She's I, pretty ridiculous. I, I love her, but in, well, I wouldn't say in a different way. I'd say in exactly the same yeah, way. Yeah, the same way, Jim. <laughs> the same way. <laughs> uh, in, in Diamonds Are Forever, the the ambiguously gay brothers. Oh, they're not ambiguous. <laughs> That's true. They, <laughs> they Mr. Are... Wind and Mr. Kid, come on. Yes, they, they're... Mr. Kid, oof. They're pretty yeah. ridiculous. All right, Questions. okay, I got them. Uh, question number one. Uh, if you were in Her Majesty's Secret Service, what would your double O number or code letter be? Mm. I, I would go with the code letter. I would go with N, which might not sound very original since, you know, Nick and everything. But uh, I like to think of the chaos it would cause in forcing everyone to enunciate super well when distinguishing <laughs> between N and M. <laughs> I like that. And we'll see you now. Oh, I'll, I'll walk in. No, no, no. That's M's door. You want to go see N. Yeah. He's right next door. And, uh, then, and then someone would get uncomfortable because they'd be like, oh, you have to go talk to N. They'd be like, oh, you can't just call people N. <laughs> wow. Tim, Tim, what would yours be? I think I'd go with X. I'd be like the advanced uh, re- uh, reconnaissance person. And then, you know, like the agents would go to where I was because X would mark the spot. Oh, uh, that wouldn't get annoying after one film. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm going to be 00, or as they would call me in England, 00 nil. 
Oh, which nice. I, I think would be very funny. And uh, I would be the agent that's actually technically off, off the books. Like not even the other double O's know about me. Nice. Uh, so that I'm, I'm extra secret. <laughs> extra secret. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number two. What Q gadget would be most helpful to you in your daily life? Mm. So uh, I love the idea of an EMP watch, especially from this latest from No Time to Die. Don't worry. It doesn't kill nanobots. Uh, Don't right. even try. <laughs> uh, especially for like, you know, Think about, like, the vending machine that won't cooperate, so you give it what for. Or someone's using their phone during the movie, and you knock it out, and hopefully not the projector. <laughs> but, but, uh, but a big part of me wants to say the uh, the bagpipes with the flamethrower in the machine <laughs> that's only shown briefly in the background in Q's lab. Uh, that would be amazing. That would make for a really kick-ass ACDC cop show. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I learned to play the bagpipes for that thing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the, the uh, T-Tray X-ray document scanner. Oh, nice. That Q has in GoldenEye. Uh, I've I, uh, been thinking about it. And while we're still in a digital-only work-from-home world, if I ever went back to the office, my job required a lot of document. Uh, uh, I would have to – used to have to use my, my phone – you know, like a caveman to take pictures of documents. And it would be much more elegant if I could just scan them privately with a tea tray. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, I think I'd have to go with the jetpack from the beginning of Thunderball because mm-hmm. fucking jetpack, man. Yeah. 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 You can go half a block. Shut and, up. Uh... Shut up. It's fucking jetpack. And it was right where he needed it to be. That's somehow, can, it's and how that's tech has improved in the last 50 years. Yeah, that, that, that it's right where you need it is its most convenient. That, that's really yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, question number three Who would perform your opening credits theme song? Mm. I uh, I think for me it'd have to be either REM or or U uh, two, but as I think about it more, I think it, it has to be U two. I like REM a lot, but U two is more of a James Bond theme song kind of band. Oh yeah, uh, from from like the anthem rock era, from like the the definitely the the Joshua Tree era would be they they'd make a banging theme song. Yeah, a James Bond theme song about uh, England's atrocities would be good. Oh. Yeah, they're very good at that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Uh, I would uh, Nine Inch Nails, well, but I would also say uh, if it's a Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross joint, that's fine. But uh, more specifically, I think I want Nine Inch Nails. I think they would do uh, a very good, and I mean modern Nine Inch Nails. Don't come at me with the whole, like, we need the keyboard and the down in it shit, which is great. But I'm talking like the current lush orchestral Nine Inch Nails of ghosts, right? Like, that's that's what I think would be great. Uh, I, I, uh, I'd love to hear some rap in uh, mm. Bond, like hip hop it up a little bit. So I think uh, Doja Cat would be great. Oh man, but she's also great. if 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 they were just like no, absolutely not, I'd be like, well then, uh, Dua Lipa, I think would be mm. a great fucking James Bond. She'd theme. kill it. She'd kill it hard. Yeah, they'd both be really good. Yeah, yeah. get them together. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Question number four: If you were a Bond villain, where would your secret lair be? Hmm. Uh, so, uh, it would have to be like underneath a playground or underneath a Chuck E. Cheese, I think, right? Because <laughs> you're, you're a villain. So, in, in, in No Time to Die, they airstrike the shit out of Rami Malek's oh, yeah. base and yeah. take it out. Rami. I'd, like to see him, I'd like to see him try to airstrike a Chuck E. Cheese that's full of kids. I'd like <laughs> to see that, too. And then, and then plus, see kids die, Molly. You can, you can see 
you can sneak people in and out through like slides in the ball pit or wearing uh, uh, mascot costumes. And imagine if the the happy birthday band bears all came to life and had like machine guns poking out of their eyes and shit. And that oh, was yeah. your elaborate death machine. That's like man with a golden great. gun shit. That's good. I yeah, like that. yeah. I'm saying. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a a like a like a hovercraft, like a zeppelin or a a, a quinjet that's up in the clouds yeah. that just circles forever <laughs> and is also disguised as a cloud. Whether like it's with that, like yeah. the ref- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be really cool. And uh, but I want it to like. Not just be like the reflective stuff so you can't see it, but I want it to be disguised as a cloud. Like, <laughs> I want it to look like that Mario turtle that flies around on the cloud and drops things on you. Like Walk I want, yeah, I want a big, like pot. people are like, what a weird shaped cloud that's also <laughs> making engine noise. <laughs> like that's going <laughs> to be wrapped in candy, delicious yeah, candy. Exactly. That something, <laughs> something like a, like a, like, you know, we'll make, you know what? Nanobots, nanobot cloud. Nanobot. Nice. <laughs> nanobot cloud. <laughs> Everything I, think, is I think that if I was a supervillain, I would I would obviously be some kind of environmental terrorist. And therefore, I want to build my uh, secret lair, ironically, in a gigantic chamber in Lechuguilla Caves in Carlsbad Caverns National Park. Because, of course, I'd want to save the environment, but I would be ruining it by yeah. building mm-hmm. my lair mm-hmm. in, a, mm-hmm. in an unspoiled cave. So that Plus, when Bond comes to destroy you, uh, he will also destroy that national park. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's probably bats in that unspoiled cave and they carry like some really fun diseases you could use and coat them that. against DNA. Uh, Damn, yeah. Straight. Yeah. Damn straight. Yeah. Get some Chuck, get some Chuck maybe, Wendig shit in there. Maybe they're nano bats. <laughs> oh, you can't stop nanobats. <laughs> Aren't nanobats just nuts? Nick, Nick and Molly, have you have you thought about just branching off at, <laughs> <laughs> all the time? All right. All right. Uh, question number five: Who should play the next James Bond? And I'll tell you why you're wrong, Tim. Oh, oh. oh. Well, if I'm going first, uh, honestly, I'm going to steal what I'll bet is everybody else's answer. Which is, uh, I honestly think that the person who should play ne- the next James Bond should be somebody we don't know. It should it should be uh, an unknown, um, because that's that any any other actor brings their own baggage with them. So that's my answer. That's a great cop out, Tim. Nick, yeah. go. It's not a uh, cop out. Uh, I'll go. All right. I'll go. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, so if they will, if they will only hire a white guy, Nicholas Holt. Yep. Uh, from from uh, about a boy and skins and that vampire movie or that zombie movie that I actually liked. Uh, if they will uh, entertain non-white guys, uh, Roger Jean Page. Uh, you're from absolutely Bridget. right, and that's why I uh, I I said I'll tell you why you're wrong, and I'm I'm wrong because ah you are, you are 100 in line with me. He is great. Yeah, he's and, amazing. Yeah, you but do a great job. But I guess he's playing the saint next, uh, which is what uh, Roger Moore played before he played Bond. So hey, you never know, maybe. Yeah. You know, I I I mo- I agree with Tim. I think it should be someone we haven't heard of yet. But if I'm forced to pick a person, uh, I would say uh, I think Tom Hardy could do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. He can do anything, including a really bad movie like Venom or Venom Two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm Those if I'm forced bad movies. <laughs> if I'm forced to pick a person off the top of my head, I I would be entertained by the idea of Tom Hiddleston playing 
James Bond, even though mm. he's basically wrong. And yet he's I would so still, small. I would enjoy <laughs> it even Bond so. Villain. Is he small? I, I, oh, I thought that you said, I thought you said he was small. He is small. <laughs> How small is he? Tom, Tom, wait. Hiddleston, not Hiddleston, not Holland. Not Holland. I was thinking Tom Hiddleston. I was picturing Tom Holland, and I'm like, but he's a little guy. Like, he should play James Bond Jr. That'd be great. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston would be Tom Hiddleston would be a very lanky Bond. He would be. He would be. But he'd look yeah. good in a tuxedo. He does look good in a tuxedo. I yeah. uh, I am well aware. <laughs> All right. Well, that's five questions, Jeremy. Thanks so much for joining us to talk about No Time to Die. We certainly hey, had time. Welcome. We da certainly da had time da to talk da about da No Time to Die. Da and uh, we have been Geeks Without God. If you would like to send us five questions, you can do that. Send it to questions at geekswithoutgod.com. We will read them out and then answer them at some point in the future. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get bumped to the bottom of the Patreon queue, which means you go before everybody else, but after the other Patreon supporters who went before you. Clear as mud. <laughs> Put it in the subject line because I don't. Have you all memorized? So. Yeah. Also, you could support <laughs> us on Patreon. A couple of bucks a month and you get our episodes early if I get them edited early, which sometimes happens and sometimes doesn't. It's a mystery. Nobody knows, not even me. So uh, we'll be back next week talking about something else. Thanks for joining us. Bye. 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 James Bond will return. God. Geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. And you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks. God. We're geeks, geeks without God. And you only live twice. They kill him in the beginning, in the opening credit scenes, but it's a lie.